Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening. Welcome to the fourth episode of Yes, I Said It with me, your host, Sidna. On this show, we talk about anything and everything. It doesn't matter, just as long as I said it, period. (laughs) So, let's just jump into it. Yo, guys, sorry if it's very windy, so, like, the doors are going to act up. Like, I'm telling you now, the doors in the house are just acting up right now. It's currently half past ten. Um, um, I wrote my first, just for background, I wrote my first prelim today. It was English. Um, I came home after, like, having lunch with my dad. I came home at, like, three and I slept and I woke up at at nine. <laughs> I woke up feeling very disoriented. The time felt like thick jelly. I didn't know. I was like, what the hell? I thought I was just taking like a quick two hour nap. But anyways, here I am. So now I won't be able to sleep until devil's hours, which is like three. So I decided to record this episode. But surprise, surprise, we actually have a plan today. Wow. <laughs> Who's going to clap for me? Who's going to do it? I tried to look for a clapping audio on this app, but they have none. So um, I'm currently recording on Anchor. Um, It's a very, very good app if you want to start a podcast, but you don't have any equipment like me. So um, really, can I complain? But anyways, the, oh my God, anyways. So this episode is was actually... I, I sent out um, a fishing line on my social media. So follow me on Instagram if you don't. My um, ads at the moment is at the story of Godhood. I'm saying that because I changed my Instagram handle like quite a bit. I feel like it's an exp- like it's a sign of the times. It's it, it reflects what I'm going through at that moment in time, that period of my life. But anyways, Okay, so I asked people what they think I should talk about because you know how I usually do my episodes. Like, I just speak and, like, I find my topic along the way, but I really wanted to plan something. So um, I only got two responses. So shout out (laughs) to those two people who gave me recommendations. All of y'all are raggedy. Those who did not recommend and watched my story, you are raggedy. (laughs) But anyways... um, Yelisa recommended, asked, or she said that I should talk about how I get through the toughest times of my life. Um, and I think that's because, so I posted something on my Finsta the other day, and the caption was quite lengthy about, like, how this month has been, like, very challenging in all aspects. And, like, I'm just, like, I was basically patting myself on the back for getting through something like that. Um, so I think that's why, I don't know if that's true, but... Um, Yes, so this will be an episode of how I get through the toughest times of my life. And hopefully I can help someone. Um, I'm actually so touched because one of my peers from school, she reached out to me. And she was like, yeah, no, um, I listened to your podcast episode. And like it made me think about like the smaller things in life. And I was just like, oh, my God. I was just like, wow, because like, I'm not going to cry. But, like, I just love it when my work touches people. (laughs) 
the door slammed behind me guys send help but anyways um i'm sorry for like the audio quality guys if you just just think of it as like asmr or something i'm really sorry there's nothing i can do i can't control the wind but anyways um i just love it when my work touches people and like me being me actually helps the people surrounding me it's it's my favorite thing it's why i do what i do okay anyways let's um let's start so i like i put out five points of that i can remember that like helped me get through the tougher times um just for context so um i went on august holidays i can't remember the exact date but the beginning of august and i came home so i'm in boarding so i'm not home often i come home on the weekends but like i'm not home that often so when I came home, I was, like, faced with, like, a few, you know, everyone has their lives and everyone has their own emotional, like, bodies and, like, emotional baggage and things that they deal with. And oftentimes, like, I don't know why, but my energy is quite healing. So people do come to me, like, with their issues and stuff. And, like, I, I like I'm not one to turn people away or, like, I'm not one to say that I don't like necessarily enjoy comforting people i do enjoy comforting people i like like being there for people and listening to them and helping them carry their loads and stuff so i took a lot of that um i took a lot of emotional um baggage and stuff you know people do come to me and like i'm kind of like a dumping site which sounds bad um and in in hindsight it does hurt me sometimes in the end but like you know, people offload on me um, because I do have, like, an ear and, like, I'm I'm one to listen as, as often as I... Guys, I talk a lot. Like, I do talk a lot. But as often as I talk, I do listen. So um, I did pick up a lot of emotional baggage and, like, just a lot of past traumas came to the surface and, like, a lot of family issues um, happened. And, like, you know, it was a very... It was hard for me because I was, I was battling, I was battling internal conflict, and trying to push through that, and then my whole world around me started to change and collapse and reform and destroy itself, and that's what I noticed that like the inner world really does reflect. I mean, the outer world reflects the inner world. Like, have you ever realized that whenever you feel really good about yourself, things around you start shifting to fit into that frame like you'll feel really good and confident and like people will give you compliments or like like whoever you like or like you know people will stare at you kind of a thing and like when or like whenever you feel really take a shot every time I say like if you are over the age of 18 I'm not one to promote illegal behavior <laughs> excuse me bullying you but anyways um when you go through internally when you're feeling really good about yourself good things happen when you feel bad about yourself you know i don't know if that's just me it's probably not but that's what i've noticed happens in my life when i'm t- facing internal conflict my my outer world reflects that so um because i was in such an emotionally tumultuous place things around me started falling and in hindsight i'm not mad at it I'm really not mad at it because I realized a lot of things. This is always what happens. Whenever I come out the fire, I'm like, phew, that was 
bruh. I'm like, phew, that was hot. Jesus Christ. But now I came, like, the knowledge I have. Okay, let me just share. So the first thing that I do when um, I encounter a challenge, I let myself feel it. So I, there were times when I was like, my emotions were very heightened. Oh my God. <laughs> can you stop making noise i don't even know if you guys can hear it when i play this back like i just i really do apologize there's there's nothing i can do maybe i can like move there's nothing i can do literally sis there's always something you can do let me just just hold on okay problem solved but um as i said as i was saying there were times where i felt either very angry or very sad or very disappointed, or very conflicted, or all at once, you know, um, and one thing that I tend to do, I've realized what I tend to do when I get thrown into these places of emotional heightenedness, sorry guys, I wrote English today, so like, I no longer see it as a skill anymore, <laughs> I no longer need to know how to speak the language, um, so one thing I tend to do is I tend to condemn myself for feeling these things. I'm like, Tepi, what are you doing? How dare you have emotions? How dare you have, inverted um, air quotations, negative emotions? Like, who are you? This is not you, sis. You are a boss-ass girl. You do not, you do not feel these things, right? That's, the, that's my thought process normally, like... I will. I, I always say no, but Tippy, you're like you're so, you're so happy all the time. Like surely, like you shouldn't be. Like it's not okay for you to feel these emotions. Or like I'm just like okay, now's not the time. I don't have time to be feeling this. I just can't, you know. And that's where I was. I was like, I don't have time to be dealing with this. I'm writing prelims. I have to study. Spoilers. I didn't end up studying, but I have to study. You can't be doing this. And that was. That only led to my downfall. So I realized that I should allow myself to feel the emotions that I feel. Allowing your body to process the feelings opens up space for healing. Don't suppress your feelings for the sake of feeling temporary put together, temporarily put together. Fall apart, crumble, destroy yourself. Not like actively destroy yourself, but let yourself fall apart and let things burn let things burn because that's how some things get rejuvenated you know so um suppressing your feelings will only hurt you in the end feel whatever you need to feel in that moment if you are angry in that moment feel angry and if you are sad feel sad like fully immerse yourself in that feeling if you know that like if you can identify that like okay wow, I'm kind of disappointed that, you know, um, this and so-and-so did this to me. Also, just my two cents, I don't think people ever do something to you, directly to you. They did something that hurt you. You know, taking yourself out of the equation, like, it helps you. This is also something that helped me throughout. This is like a sub point that helped me throughout the month that like I stopped seeing it as, oh, my brother did this to me or my mom did this to me. To me, it's just my mom did something that ended up hurting me. You know, it's not a thing. Don't 
take yourself out of the equation. Don't blame yourself or don't, you know, just, yeah, it just change your thinking. It really does help you. So the first point is the first, <laughs> can I speak? Thank you. How I get to the toughest times of my life is I let myself feel it. I completely immerse myself in that emotion because at the end of the day, emotions are there to help you. That's when I said, when I put a quotations around negative emotions, I don't think any emotion is negative or positive. In reality, all emotions are neutral and they are there to serve as a exclamation point kind of thing you know they bring your attention to areas of your emotional body that are not okay the same way when you like fall down and you scrape your knee that area is painful so then the nerves surrounding that area will send messages to your brain to let you know hey you're kind of hurt right now that's what emotions are too like you will go through something and you'll feel angry. That's just your emotion saying, hey, you know, something's not right or something, you know. Emotions are there to help you. So don't see them as negative or positive. They are neutral. Okay. The second point is cry, but cry with movement. I saw this tweet um, on the timeline. I forgot who tweeted. So whoever, even if, I don't even know if they're listening. I doubt it. But whoever tweeted this, your mind. Ugh. So when I'm going through a tough time in my life, I'm so immersed in my circumstances and like just my situations that I cloud um, my perception that this will get better. You know, I seem to always forget that. Like, I always rise like a phoenix out of the ashes. That always happens, but, like, I I always forget that. You know, so one thing that I make a point to understand, that this too shall pass. Whatever I'm going through, it will pass. It will pass as well. Um, So, like, feel those emotions... And fully immerse yourself in that experience of anger or sadness or disappointment or or conflict or, you know, whatever. But also don't extend it. You know, I am a regular perpetrator of this. But whenever I am, like, feeling sad, I love to stretch out the moment. Oh, baby, I love suffering. <laughs> like, I'm feeling sad. I'll be like, okay, so it's 3 a.m., the only logical thing to do is to listen to Frank Ocean and cry. That's the only logical thing to do. You know, I stretch out my emotions. Like, let's say my brother ate my burrito in the fridge. You know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling angry. Like, okay, I was saving that. Okay, but anyways, fine. I get angry. I stay angry for like, okay, five minutes, ten minutes. And then that emotion has passed. Like, it has fully passed. Like, I'm not angry anymore. But I still put myself in an angry mood on purpose. You know, I start to treat niggas and shit. <laughs> you know, just doing things to stretch the moments. Um, <laughs> you see, that's not the type of shit that I went through this month. <laughs> or last month. But like, yeah, that was just a silly willy example. But understand that this too shall pass. And when you're going through it, don't shut down. Like... I did say, 
yes, crumble and fall and let things break around you, but don't shut down. That is imperative to me to understand that whenever I'm going through it, I make it a point to not shut down. I can cry, I can scream, but you I try my hardest not to shut down because when I shut down and cease all movement and feel sorry for myself, I put myself in a place that is so hard to come out of, also known as the pits. (laughs) The pits is cold and dark and there was, I, I didn't go to the pits last month, but there was a point in the year where I was a star member of the pits club. I was an active citizen of the Pitt Society and I was, um, how do you say, I was a tenant in the Pitt's neighborhood and I vowed to myself that I will never ever go back there. That was such a dark time in my life and yo, yo, <laughs> thinking about it now, yo, 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 yo. I could have easily avoided it by not shutting down but obviously that's easier said than done. Also something that I should learn is don't, this is really me talking to myself. When I say don't and try not to, this is me remembering for the next time. But if this helps you, please take it, guys. Please take my advice and adapt it and mold it to fit you so that you guys can help yourselves and stuff. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Oh, try not to condemn yourself. As I said in the first point, when you feel feelings, uh, equal negative emotions, try not to, like, make yourself feel bad for feeling it. And that's one thing that I also tend to do. I tend to mourn past versions of myself. Like, in grade 10, I was very... That's when I reached my... reach. Grade 10 was the year of my awakening, both spiritually and mentally, Right. Um, I started I saw things and it happened over a period of time, but there was a distinct change when I saw the universe through different eyes. Like completely I didn't I dwelled in instead of dwelling in the physical realm, I dwelled in the quantum realm. Which means that instead of me operating on things seen, I operated on things unseen, kind of a thing. You know, like I moved from a Newtonian physics model to like a quantum physics model. If you would like me to make an episode on that, please do um, say something. I think that's very interesting and I'd like to share. But that's obviously something that I like. I want to make sure is well-researched. And I've been learning a lot about quantum physics these days. It's like very interesting to me. I love it. And because a lot of it is like, not a lot of it, because most of my um, beliefs and things are built on like pseudoscience that I've learned on, learned online, Quantum physics offers a more scientific, you know, perspective from of what I believe in, and it's just amazing. So let me know if you wanna if you want me to talk about that somehow somewhere. But anyways, um, grade ten was when I was awakened, and um, obviously with awakening because of, like things you see things differently, you start to notice different things. Where was I going with this? Um, I was saying, you know, this is frustrating for me because I'm speaking 
right and this thing is recording so i can't like just go back and like remember what i was saying but like you're probably listening to me and you're like this is what you were saying but like like think about me like (laughs) i can't like listen to what i was saying so it's frustrating just give me two seconds oh yes i remember my memory (laughs) i was literally waiting for the segment to upload so that i could listen and remember what i was saying but then it came back to me anyways the grade 10 me was very spiritually aligned and a very high vibrational being and oftentimes i miss her like i'm like damn i wish i was that that version of me because I was just in a place where I was so connected to myself and my surroundings and um, my, that's, I think that was my peak of my spiritual journey, but really there is no peak. But anyways, so I do find myself mourning that version of myself, like, oh, I wish, I wish that I was still like that. But that's only harmful to me because, you know, that, that person is dead and gone, like, she hasn't seen the stuff that I've seen. She doesn't know the stuff that I know. You know, it's physically impossible for you to go back to a past version of yourself because you've learned so much more and you're a new person. You know, I it disturbs me, but it's not that deep. When people say, new year, new me, when in reality, you change every day. Every day you wake up and you're a completely new person. Actually, every hour, every second, you're a completely different person. So embrace the change embrace understand that you will never be a past version of yourself ever again but that's not a bad thing you know with growth comes change and those are my two favorite words and my two favorite things change and growth so why do i want to become a past version of myself who i think so highly of but she also had her problems she also had her issues you know so just to be don't come don't mourn like it's okay to be like yeah no back then i used to be this and this but don't want to be that right now in this moment that's physically impossible and once you start to realize that you'll free yourself point number three is once i've felt the emotions that i needed to feel and once i've affirmed to myself that this too shall pass like actually say it to yourself out loud look at yourself in the mirror and be like hey bruh i know you're going through some things but you need to know that this is gonna pass you're going to be okay like it's gonna be okay after doing that i start the process of remembrance so as i said um i've been on my spiritual journey for a few years now so I would like to say that I am quite spiritually aligned, right? Um, I know who I am, personally, I know who I am. But in these tough times, hey, <laughs> my memory says, so whoop, you know, I forget that, which is it's completely normal because as I said, sometimes you get so clouded by your circumstances that that's all you see. You're that, like you're just in a state of frantic, you're just in a frantic state, you're like, oh my God, my life is crumbling, this, this, what's going to happen, you know, which is normal, the, fruit, the moon is not full at all times during the month, just like the moon, you go through phases of feeling empty so you can feel whole again, but 
it's important to remember that you will feel whole again and you will feel empty and you will feel half full and you will feel half empty and you will feel spaces of like you know I'm here but like I'm not here like the moon she's here sometimes but like okay she never really goes anywhere but like you get what I'm saying she's here but she's not here so understand that you do go through phases and like you won't ever be in the state forever you know you can cultivate an underlining state of being you can cultivate an underlining state of being but you will go through processes right and these processes they they come with lessons and they come with new things it's just to help you at the end it's, it's the it's the natural order of things so when i'm going through these tough tough t- <laughs> when i'm going through these tough times it's important for me to remember who I am. So I ask myself, I ask myself the question, who are you? And until, as I said, until a while ago, I wasn't able to answer that question. Whenever I answered that question, it was in relation to the people around me. When someone asked me, who are you? Kind of, okay, no one asked me who are you, but like whenever I ask myself the question, who are you? It's always in relation to, oh, I'm so-and-so's daughter, I'm so-and-so's friend, I'm this person who does this and this for other people, you know? I always thought of myself in relation to other people, and I think that's why I've had such an identity crisis with regarding my, most more specifically my friendships, but you know, just my family and, like, the people in my life in general, I've felt very, um, I didn't, you know, <laughs> I, I was just, like, you know, friendships are tricky because I felt like, you know, I didn't have anyone, you know, I felt like I was alone, and I know some people are gonna <laughs> come out of the woodworks and be like, you know, like, I'd often say I have no friends, and, like, people I know people come out of the woodworks like but I'm your friend but I'm your friend yeah but are you checking for me you know I realized that when I'm quiet some people like if I don't talk message some people first we won't talk and that just makes me think like oh you know most of the friendships that are some of you are gonna be mad at this but it must be said (laughs) most of the friendships that I do have is because of school like, it's only because we see each other five days a week and, like, you know, circumstances, we're in the same class or, you know, we see each other all the time or we have the same friends, which is why we have a friendship. But really, do you check for me? Do you, do you, like, I realized I put so much of myself in other people. I always make sure that everyone else's cup is full before I get a taste of the water that I give out. And that's why I'm so thirsty all the time. Like, that's why I'm feeling so empty because I'm always so quick to fill up someone else's cup and they won't do the same for me. And um, uh, that has led to... And, like, you know, not to say that, like, people are bad because of it, not to say that this person is horrible because you know you don't you know you don't think as highly of me as I do of you and maybe you know that's one of my things one of my flaws I overestimate my place in people's life and then when I finally realize 
I'm like, hey, I'm actually not that important to this person. I act shocked. <laughs> I'm surprised when Nokia, I've, I've seen the signs, I've seen it, you know. Um, and this is what um, one of my friends was talking about the other day. She was like, you know, there's a difference between someone not being like someone who's like just, okay, for example, let's say I met, like, okay, personally now, responding to messages is not my strong suit right like i will start a conversation with you but like i'll forget to reply like it's it's not personal like it really isn't like everyone gets that treatment kind of a thing you know there's a difference between someone just not being a talkative person and on whatsapp or in person or like someone who just doesn't share their lives and there's a difference between someone doing that with other people and not doing it with you kind of a thing so obviously you're not entitled to know anything about anyone but like let's say like the example my friend used was um she was like there's like someone can like be someone who's not someone 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 can be someone (laughs) tippy what are you trying to say what are you trying to say to me (laughs) you guys are probably frustrated like speak sis i'm so sorry but, like, there's a difference between someone not being a touchy-feely person, like, they just don't like hugs, they like their personal space, and someone being a touchy-feely person, but they're just not with you. Do you get what I'm saying? You know, like, I would be like, ah, this person, ah, she, she's just not someone who, like, talks on WhatsApp, it's okay. But I'm seeing on people's statuses, full conversations, one-hour talks, I'm like, oh, word? That, that's how it is, kind of a thing. So... Obviously, that realization was hard for me, but like I, it had to happen. Sorry, that was like a tangent. Um, I just hope that like no one takes this like personally or like because I just I, I actually you know take this however you want. But anyways, um, the question who are you? I would always relate it to other people. So that was also something really tough for me. I had to realize that. In reality, I only have myself. You know, like, I do have people that are so down for me and they write for me. And I really, yo, I love. Because I, as much as I felt alone this month, in reality, I had, I had support from a few people that, you know, really got me through the things that I was going through. And, like, I'm forever grateful. But I, they offered me support. And it was my responsibility to get myself back on my feet. You know, I couldn't place the burden on them to make me okay again, you know? So ask yourself the question, who are you? Personally, the answer for me is that I am a God equipped with the full power of creation, right? I liken myself to a God because, so I'm not Christian, right? Or I'm not religious. I just, you know, I'm... I don't like labels, really. I just believe what I want to believe. And, like, you know. But um, but I was raised in a Christian household. My mom is very much Christian. And, like, um, I do have a Christian foundation. So, like, some of the things, like, that I do believe in are Christian-based. But, like, one of the things that are the core principles in the Christian religion is that you are made in the image of God, right? That's something that you will, everyone has probably heard. If you had it, if you haven't, 
it's um i don't really know which verse it is so um i i will search it right now but it's so <laughs> i can't multitask guys i'm typing um um i'm looking for the verse right now um this is just from like my christian um listeners okay but anyways let me continue so you are made in the image of god right and the way that god is perceived in the christian religion is that he is an almighty being right equipped with the power of creation and he has made everyone in his image right so tell me how can a god not make a god that because you are made in god's image because God is a God and you are made in his image, you are a God, you know, and you're not a, like you're fully, you, you know, this is why I sort of detached myself with the Christian religion. Well, not necessarily the Christian religion, but like maybe the churches that I've attended throughout my life is that people discount their divinity. You know, people separate themselves from the divinity of God and the and his creation like they look to god only as the source like oh no i am but a slave unto jesus and oh god he's the only one who who is powerful no you are powerful as well like you are powerful you are just as powerful as god he is not more powerful than you because he made you in his image he equipped you with the power of creation to create your outer world and your reality and everything that you have this is more from a christian um perspective i do not have like because i'm not exposed to like other religions or like because i haven't taken the time to personally study other religions i don't know of any other perspectives so to my non-christian um listeners please bear with me as i get through this i myself am not christian but this is the only way i can explain it because this is how I know it, but this isn't how I relate it to myself. I'm basically just justifying why I think I'm such a god. (laughs) I'm justifying my vanity. (laughs) So basically, yes, you are made in the image of God, so don't discount your divinity. That's who you are. If you identify with being a daughter or a son of Christ or anything in between, you know, don't believe and know that you are powerful is what I'm trying to say, you know, um, yes, okay, this kind of, like, this is not, this kind of conflicts with, like, my personal beliefs, but yes, God is there to, like, grant you things that you want in your life, but you have to meet him at a certain point, like, okay, I don't know this verse verbatim, or this um, sorry guys, I know like a lot about the Bible just because of like the way I was raised, but there is a certain reference in the Bible or like a biblical interpretation that, you know, there's um, a treasure room, you know, that you have access to at any time, a treasure room that holds all your desires and all your, um, whatever you want from God, right? So because you are powerful, you have access to that treasure room. You are not begging on your knees oh my god oh my jesus please please spare me a crumb or two no no do not ever think don't diminish yourself please do not diminish yourself you are a god equipped with the full power of creation and what that means is that you right now 
are able to access whatever reality you want to live. Okay, you see now I'm going into, this is something that I want to make a completely separate episode about, but like this is something, this is how I go through the process of remembrance. I, this is something I know, like I've known since the beginning of my journey, but with every challenge, I have to remember this. But it, I remember it in a different way because I learned new things and how I thought, how I think, has changed. So essentially, it's the same principle, principle, but like different. <laughs> same but different. You know, it underlying. It's the same message. It's the same meaning, but it applies to what I'm, how I think right now, kind of a thing. So um, yeah. Yes, just I, this is a very important step for me. This is how I start climbing back up is once I remember who I am. I'm like, oh, wait, actually, I'm not a slave to my circumstances. You know, things may have happened in the past, but that doesn't determine the future. You know, that doesn't determine, you know, I also, you know how I said that in the earlier on in this episode that things are, that emotions are neutral. I also think that life events life events are neutral as well. Like nothing good or bad happens to you. It's your perception. You know, I could stub my toe on this on this table right now and my toenail could fall off. But that that could be a good thing because you know, that could be either a good thing or a bad thing. A good thing because let me just say I don't know, my toenail was healthy and it needed to go anyways and now I can grow a new one. Or it could be a bad thing because my my nail polish is ruined, you know, it's not the life event itself, it's your value, your perception, and your interpretation of it that makes you perceive it as either good or bad, so that's also something to remember, so go through the process of remembrance, remember who you are, remember who you are, Sumba, you know, that's very important, this is a very important step for me, if I do not go through this, I'm not coming out. Anyways, the next thing, after I've um, realized who the hell I am and I've stood back up, because you are in full control. You are really in full control. You are not... You know how people are like... People, because of like the way we were conditioned throughout, because of social conditioning, you've been taught to think that like you're you're at the mercy of life right and you're you're what happens to you you can't you know you okay what happens to you you can't necessarily control <laughs> no um but like what i'm trying to say is that everything revolves around you that you are the only one in the universe with free will this is an idea I will expand on, so please just bear with me, but do keep an open mind, um, as I said, if you don't necessarily, if you have, like, a different perspective of what I'm saying, you can take what I'm saying and apply it to your perspective, that's the, that's what I love about learning new things, is that, or, like, that's what I love about, like, my spiritual journey, is that, like, I've been, one thing that I've learned to cultivate is an open mind. And, like, I don't think... I don't take things as they are. Like, I do extract things from 
all different, like from different belief sets and different religions, but I just tweak it to alter, to fit my perception. And, you know, <laughs> it helps me in the end. So, um, yeah, guys, create your own beliefs. Like, really tear down. If you are at a point where you don't know what's real and you don't know, like, what is yours, break down everything. Question everything that you've been taught and everything that you know. And build, build, <laughs> build your beliefs from the ground up for yourself. Because if you have your own personal beliefs, it's way easier for you to be comfortable not complacent comfortable in your in how you live your daily life like don't like for example in christianity yes go to church listen to like sermons or like different perspectives but cultivate your own beliefs and this is like for every single religion or every single spiritual practice you know make it your own that's what's important if it's personal when it's personal Ugh, you'll see how things change for you. But anyways, where was I? Processing those feelings. So this is my next step. So I've had an internal process. By this point, I've had an internal process. I've um, this now I'm on the road to getting back up and like you know realizing okay this has happened. Phew, that was tough. But like I'm ready to move on. Um, I usually process these feelings and I usually do this by writing. So I write a lot of things. Um, so because like I'm interested in like filmmaking and stuff, I write a lot of scripts and short novels, not to say that they're finished. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I channel my emotions into outlets. So I like to find this has helped me significantly. I find a lot of, I would say that I'm very creative. So I find a lot of creative outlets, like I write scripts or like short novels, or like I find a writing prompt on Tumblr and I write like a page or something about it. Pardon me. I also journal as often as I can. And this is what I did the past month. This has kept me grounded. I highly recommend you guys get a journal a notebook and you just write in it almost every day but as often as you can because um jordan b peterson he says my brother told me this he says that um if you can remember a traumatic event like distinctly it's because you haven't processed it yet and writing it like processed it fully and writing it out is like a good way to do that like also writing it out just provides like it opens space for like clarity and to see how you're feeling you know just let the pen flow like you don't have to be Oscar Wilde or you know Chimamanda you know just you what you write doesn't have to necessarily make sense because at the end of the day it's for your eyes only you know if you'd like to share with other people that because you think it will help them or it will help you that's amazing you do you but like just make sure that you when journaling the aim is to process you know is to process clear your mind you know dump all your thoughts on paper and um also, the writing is not the only way to process things. You can literally process it however you want. Like, um, I don't know what you guys do, whatever it is, but um, so I love dancing. Like, da- dancing is my life. I remember this one time 
I had a big argument with my mom. This was a few weeks ago, and yo, yo, phew, I was so, so, uh, yo, I felt so many emotions at once, and I was like, I, w- I was imploding. I was like, oh my god, like I was angry and I was sad, and that was the first time I like bawled in a while, and I was like, and then after crying, I felt numb. But like, no, I wasn't numb. There he goes. There he goes. That's my dog. Um, I don't know if you heard that barking, but yeah. Um, I just felt so many emotions, and I was like, okay, what do how how do I get through this? So I just put my earphones in and I danced. Like, I hadn't danced like that in a while. Like, I just let myself loose. Like, you know when. Like, let's say you carry your dog in your room because you want to spend time with the whatever and it scratches on the door to go out. That hikey hurts, by the way. That hurts my feelings so badly. But when you open the door for them, you see how they run out. Like, that's how I felt when I, you know, I just danced. And, like, I cried while I was dancing. And, like, after when I was finished, I was, like, sweating and I was, like, That was such a good way for me to channel my emotion outwards into, you know, I didn't let it sit in me. I didn't let it sit and seep into my psyche or my brain or my mental or whatever or like my body. I let it out and that helped me so much because because after that, I was like, okay, I release those emotions, I let it go and I moved on. Guys, that it was that simple for me. I moved on. Like, yo. I think, like, just processing however you want to do it. Like, whether you want to run or you want to play your favorite sport, you know, hoop or, like, hit a tennis ball. Or you want to write or you want to paint. Just channeling your emotions outwards, um, like, into something physical helps a lot. Also, something that's... Um, that has helped me a lot. This is like specifically in terms of combating limiting beliefs. I will also speak about that one day. But um, writing something down and burning it is also very symbolic. And it's very like how, how do I say it? Like I don't know. It's, it's a good method of release. Like if something, something that you want to move on from, but you cannot like there's a mental block for you to move on from it, write it down and burn it. Watch it burn. Watch it evaporate into, not evaporate, watch it burn into nothing. That's actually a really good method of release, just to share that. And the last point that I, that I do that helps me get through tough times is I do things that raise my vibration. You know, it's very important to make yourself feel good and like not from a point of like being fake about it like what makes you laugh you know guys laughing laughter is the best medicine because the vibration of joy is such a high vibration and like getting into that state is very good for you like i don't know who i was telling this to someone that i I don't know who i was saying this to the other day but Believe it or not, 
being in a negative state is not your natural state. Your natural state is happiness and peace and joy and love. That is your natural state. That is how you naturally exist in this world. You don't naturally exist in sadness and anger and disappointment. You do feel those sometimes, but it's natural for you to feel, to be at a high vibrational state. So laugh, do things that you enjoy. Personally, for me, I love watching TikToks. (laughs) I enjoy that. Like, that's very, like, I love watching those. And also something that I love to do is learning. I love learning about... Um, as I said, I, right now, my focus is like quantum physics and quantum mechanics. I love learning about that. That puts me in such a good place. Um, um, I also like to paint. I'm not good at it, but I like to paint whatever I can. I'll find a shirt. I'll paint it. It won't come nice and I'll like throw it away. But like, you know, it made me feel good. I like to DIY. Um, this point ties in with taking care of yourself. <laughs> This is a whole other thing. But throughout this whole thing, when you're going through tough times, it's very important for you to take care of yourself. This is something I often forget, but, like, I remember quickly, you know. I sometimes catch myself slipping. I won't lie. I do catch myself slipping when I'm going through these things. And um, I'm like, you see, Tibi, look what you created. Look what you did. Look at the mess you made, you know, and... Um, that's not how I should talk to myself and that's not how anyone should talk to yourself. Watching yourself talk is very important. Like, I cannot stress this enough. Imagine if your friend, your best friend or your sibling or someone that you care for dearly, dearly, dearly came up to you and they were like, listen, hey, I'm going through these tough times. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's happening. Please, can you like give me some advice? And you come through with the, look what you did. You're so horrible. Look what you created. How could you do this? Look at how other people are treating you. Do you think you'd have any friends? Do you think that people would want to come to you? Do you think that people would want to spend their time around you? No. So why do you talk like that to yourself? In reality, you should be the most important person to yourself. It's not selfish to put... (laughs) You know, I'm facing, um, I'm sitting in the living room right now. And as I'm saying this, I'm seeing seeing pictures of my mom all over the mantelpiece. Like, she's put her pictures all over here. And the soft glove is immaculate. (laughs) Like, I love it. Like, obviously, like, some of us have featured here. My dad, like, they have featured, but, like, Majority of the pictures here is her. <laughs> I just think that's so funny. But like that just ties in. You should be your own. You should be your first best friend and your first supporter. Because the reason why some of my friendships and stuff have, have not worked out so well and like relationships and stuff or past situationships is because I put so much pressure on the other person to be what I should be for myself. You know, people can only meet you as far as you've met yourself. A word. That is a word. I'm going to say that again. People can only meet you as far as you've met yourself. So you need to meet yourself all the way. You need to be your biggest support. You need to be your biggest fan. You need to speak to yourself. 
so gently and kindly, especially when you're going through these tough times, because it will help you. The way your your thoughts create reality, right? Your mind, your subconscious mind creates what it thinks you want to see, right? And that is based on how you talk to yourself, how you believe your beliefs and what you think, right? So watching yourself talk is very important. And like when I am not the nicest to myself, I apologize. I do apologize to myself. I go to the mirror and I'm like, I talk to myself. Like obviously I'm everybody talks to themselves, but I specifically, this is talking to yourself with intention. If you haven't been the kindest person to yourself, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for not being there for you when I should have. Because wouldn't you want an apology from someone who hasn't been there for... Okay. Mm, Yes. Like, if someone who you think who is in your life, like, you guys are in each other's lives, there's a mutual exchange going here, you guys give and receive from each other, and they're not there for you in certain moments when you needed them, and you confront them about it, they, some of their, nat- if they really do care about you, their natural instinct is to apologize. I'm sorry I haven't been there for you as I should have. So if you haven't been there for you as you should have, you should apologize to yourself as well. Treat yourself like a best friend, like your own best friend, because that will take you so far in life. It will, I promise you guys, this is so important. This is very important. So apologize to yourself. And one thing that has also helped me throughout my life is to look at myself in the mirror and say I love you like it also helps me get into such a high vibrational state even if it's temporary like if I want to feel good I'd look to myself and be like hey you are that girl I love you and doing that for a while I've seen how my life has changed personally I've seen how my life has changed and I really I really recommend you do that as well um it's guys being so nice to yourself is important because you only do have yourself so you should be there okay (laughs) okay but um those are the five things that are very important to me when i'm going through the toughest things in my life the toughest times let me just summarize everything that i said one let yourself feel it don't fight the fact that you are sad or angry or feeling disappointed Allowing your body to process the feelings opens up space for healing. Don't suppress your feelings for the sake of feeling temporarily put together. It will only hurt you in the end. Feel whatever you need to feel. Two, cry, but cry with movement. Understand that this too shall pass. Don't fall down, cease all movement, and feel sorry for yourself. Don't shut down so many parts of your life. Pardon me, wow. I didn't know she did that. Um, but anyways, um, um I remember Billy Eilish saying once in an interview, she's like, she's passed up on so many oppor- like she's missed so many great opportunities and great things in her life because she was sad. You know, and that's very saddening to hear, but I've also like gone I've missed so many great things because I shut down. So yeah. Three, start or continue the process of remembrance. Ask yourself, who are you? It's important for you to remember who you are in this moment because this kickstarts your process of healing and getting back to getting back on your feet. 
you know it's like that frog you know frogs Yo, oh, frogs oh, wow frogs are um like they're so fascinating um there's a certain type of frog that stops its heart stops during the winter like it's, it lives in a very cold climate climate so when winter comes obviously there's snow and ice so it, it freezes you know its heart stops right but then when summer starts around when it starts getting warmer it kick starts its heart and it comes back alive i think that's so cool and then like <laughs> so we drained our pool like last year a few years back but obviously there's like been rain and stuff like we'll drain it again it will rain we'll drain it again it will rain right so they are it's kind of embarrassing but there are frogs in the pool right so when we drained it again um like this was like during last year summer we drained it again and then like the frogs like i don't know they sort of like because it was really hot they like it was actually disgusting but it was kind of funny like i don't know it was just weird um they sort of like ride out like they shriveled up <laughs> they looked like raisins so that was very weird so then we organized for a guy to like come and clean them out but the day before he came it rained right this is weird the day before it rained and like the frogs rejuvenated when the <laughs> when the rain came guys that was so weird <laughs> so like they were alive again so, like, that's what I'm trying to say, like, this process of remembrance. Like, you will dry out, the rain will come, and you'll come back alive. <laughs> that was so, so, it was cool to watch. I'm not going to lie. That's why I like frogs. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to have, like, a pet frog or, like, you know, or, like, interact with frogs. I just think they're cool. The fact that they can do that, they have the range. Who else can do that? Anyways, number four process your feelings and channel your emotions whether that's writing whether that's singing writing a song writing a script writing a play whether that's painting dancing running channel your your emotions in a physical activity it it helps with the process of release letting go so that you can move on also the, doing that burning thing it's also really good five do things that act that raise your vibration do things that make you feel good. This ties in with taking care of yourself. Watch yourself talk. Apologize to yourself when it's necessary. Whisper sweet nothings to your ear. Tell yourself, hey, I like your hair today. Or like, I like myself because, um, you know, let me be vulnerable for like two seconds. This is like over an hour of me being vulnerable but anyways i don't necessarily like my body which is weird because i know damn well there's no such thing as an ugly body you know everybody's body is amazing and phenomenal and beautiful but when it comes to me sometimes somehow i don't know how i exclude myself from this um assumption so i'm not necessarily um happy with the way that I look but the way that I'm trying to combat this is that I find things that I do like about my body you know instead of focusing on what I don't like I focus on things that I do like because I'm not gonna lie I don't know if I will ever get to the place that I fully like myself in the way I look I do have moments of okay I do know that I'm beautiful like I'm <laughs> let's not even go there like I'm, I'm just gonna 
don't even get me started because once i start sucking my titty my own titty i don't stop i do know i'm beautiful but like there are things that i don't like about myself right and that's okay you know sometimes an artwork isn't oh like not everything about an artwork is beautiful you know there which is like kind of an unpopular opinion but like let's say like i have this painting that i have in my room my brother got it for me so it's very important to me i love it it's such a beautiful painting but like i don't like the way it there's one thing there are a few things i don't like about it like i don't like the way um like some of the colors that were used to me like those colors just aren't appeasing to my eye and like i also don't like the texture of like the the thing but like i still love the painting it's still very beautiful to me but there are things that I don't like about it, you know, but I don't focus on that. I focus on what I do like about it. I like the the way the women are standing. It reminds me of um, the seven sisters of, you know, in the constellation of Pleiades, which is one of my favorite constellations. That's why I love the painting, you know, so there are things that I don't like about myself, but I don't focus on that. Like, I look at my beauty spots, and I'm like, wow, I love... Like, I have this beauty spot in the middle of my right hand. Like, and I just love it so much. Like, I just... I just love it. Like, it's just so beautiful. Like, I love it. And, like, I love the way that, like... Like, I love the size of my feet. You know, they're kind of small, but, like, they're not big. Like, they just... I just love my feet. And, like, I love my head shape. <laughs> I have a small, I mean, I have short hair, so, like, I do see my head shape, and, like, my head is, like, <laughs> it's not, like, shaped, like, peanut head from the Proud family, you know, I have a really nice head shape, I could go on and on and on, but what I'm trying to say is, there are going to be things that you don't like about yourself, but don't focus on what you don't like, focus on what you do like, you know, this, you know, self-care, guys, self-care, um, I think this episode is getting a little long and I've reached the end. So I'm not going to drag this any further. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope there's something that resonated with you that you can take and apply to your, take, mold it, shape it, adapt it and apply it to your own life and share it with the other people. Guys, please share this podcast with the people that you love in your life because I really I really do want to help people and I know that this episode has the ability to do that so thank you for listening to yet another episode of yes I said it with me your host Sedna remember you are a god everything revolves around you it is you are responsible for everything that happens in your life um I don't know if you got... Okay, no. I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> but anyways, law of attraction is all I'm saying. Back on your list. That's all I'm saying. Um, I really like that he said... Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna end this here. <laughs> we irritate. <laughs> I really wish you guys could see me because... Anyways. So... I hope you enjoy the rest of your morning, the rest of your afternoon, the rest of the night, whatever time you're listening. I don't know, am I going to post this right now or in the morning? I think, um, anyways, I'll see. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. 
I hope you cultivate a healthy relationship with yourself. And if you are going through something, whatever it is, whether it's good times, bad times, oh, okay, no, actually, if you're going through bad times or tough times right now, just remember you are strong, you will get through this. There isn't a bad day that you've had that you hadn't survived. You will get through this, this too shall pass. I love you so, so, so much. You are loved. You are phenomenal. You are amazing. And you are going to change the world. And that's on period, poo. Good night for me. I know I finished the episode, but it's like um, an hour later, I just finished listening to it. So like while I was scrolling on Pinterest, this post came up and it's exactly what I was saying in the end. It's a post by Spilly Wolf. It's actually a Tumblr thingy, but it was on Pinterest. It says, if courage isn't the absence of fear, but doing the right thing regardless of it, maybe confidence isn't the absence of insecurity, but knowing you have real worth despite it. Oh, oh my God, that's so beautiful. Okay, bye-bye, but for real this time.